Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 with the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. You know, someone we haven't spoke to for quite some time has been Pete from Scuba Board, so we're going to make up for that today. Uh, Pete is with us on the big show. Pete, how you doing, buddy? What's going on? I'm doing bueno, man. I'm doing good. Good. That's a good to hear, especially uh, being that you're in Florida. And uh, Hurricane Ian didn't do a number on you. You were too far far north on the uh, west side. I, I don't think Ian got within 100, 150 miles of us. Yeah. So we, we took the brunt of it uh, other than, you know, southwest Florida here in Orlando. So we took But you didn't get anything, not even any rain or anything up I there? I didn't get a single drop of rain. I got a little breezy, a little cool. In fact, it's still kind of cool up here it's beautiful it's gorgeous the springs are starting to um desiltify because we had a little high water with river intrusion but the springs are becoming diveable again so things are good well there you go yeah uh, uh, pete from scuba board uh, is in cave country which is like northwest florida just below the armpit right is that a good geographic uh, above reference the armpit it's is above? what i would say you're above the armpit it's a yeah i'm in swanee county i'm right there uh, we call it Florida because it's part Florida, part Georgia. Okay. All right. Fair enough. There you, you know, go. So now he, we know where he is. And, uh, yeah, he was spared uh, much of it. But uh, the the water, the runoff from all the uh, rain that the area got, that did affect the springs a little bit, I guess. No, not, not from the hurricane. No? This is from previous rains. Really? Just it was already yeah, saturated. from... Yeah, yeah, we're we're clearing up from from the summer rains that were up there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Georgia's always tried to ruin our fun, mm. and uh, you know when it's when it rains around the Okefenokee Swamp and the Swanee. You know, I live in Swanee County, which is right along the Swanee River. Right, and uh, so the water gets so high that it pushes back into the caves, and we have what we call a brownout. Hmm. where it's hard to dive i mean you don't want to braille dive in a cave uh, you want to be able to see clearly so right um they're clearing up that's getting to be good diving now hmm so what is it the georgia clay or what causes it to muck up or just the flow it's the georgia tannin acid from the swamp the okefenokee swamp which is just uh kind of straddles the georgia florida border and that's where the swanee is born mm-hmm. um it's it's full of uh, cypress trees and all those pine needles and you know all that water is tannic. Interesting. Got tannic. It's that it's that orange looking water. If you you look up 
through it. It's it's actually orange. Uh, enough of it, it's brown. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of gorgeous when you have, see the sunlight coming through it. Yeah. Um, would you compare? Gets, uh, would you compare uh, diving a cave there up there during uh, when when all the this muck and stuff is in there to like a, a you know a, a colonoscopy? No, well, I've never, I've never done a colonoscopy, and uh, I've never, I've never dove a cave when it's browned out. I, I avoid them. I, uh, I choose why. I mean, I live up here. I can wait a few weeks and go dive a nice, clear cave. Why not? Okay, all right. We'll just, we'll, yeah, that was a, uh, that was a reference to last week's show, and I probably shouldn't have ah. gone there. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, yes. Well, we 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 hit our quota last week for sure. Now. Uh, uh, but but as far as what's going on now, it's all cleared out and people are diving like crazy. Is that what you're saying? Mostly. I, I haven't heard of any spring that's currently browned out. In fact, my favorite spring, which is not really a cave spring, is called Troy Springs. Yeah. It's got the Confederate ship Madison, which is sunk in it. It's uh, at the very mouth. Confederate wreck. Think about mm, that. That's kind of cool. In, it's in bone-crushing depth, though, almost six feet. Really? Is okay. that shallow? Huh. Okay. It's, well, the spring itself goes down to 80 feet. Yeah. Beautiful, clear water when there's, you know, the river's not too high. Um, but the run that goes out to the spring, goes out to the Swanee, is incredibly shallow. Lots of turtles. Oh, and in the uh, springtime, I've probably already mentioned this, we have turtle orgies going on. Mm. And you can see upwards of a thousand freshwater turtles in March. Getting their freak on? getting there for you you'll see them lined up three or four you know someone's doing it wrong wow um, okay so it is you know, a turtle on top orgy. of each other right. oh it really that? is it's amazing hmm. how, do, how you know we're, we're talking about a thousand plus turtles it's it's just turtle to turtle well when you see you that know? do you feel a little dirty or do you just i, I go feel a it? little shell shock yeah okay that's a probably a better way to put it all right. Well, I, you know, I I haven't heard about this. I I would be interested in seeing that. Is is well, you know, creepy as the it problem is <laughs> is that we have usually high waters during the winter months. Yeah, there's a lot of rain that happens in January, and February, and so quite often March uh, is a no seeum. So I've had out of the four and a half years I've lived here, I've gotten to see the turtle orgy twice. Hmm. So it's just at because this time just, of year. No, March. Well, March. Okay, yeah, yeah. March. Right. I've got to keep that. All right, we'll put that on the calendar. End of February, beginning of March, right in there is where they they start to do their thing. Oh, it's 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 simply amazing. Yeah. You know, it's well, it's it's springtime. It's, uh, Love is in the air, even for the turtles. Yeah. And turtles are in the water. Okay. And, and as far as that wreck is concerned, I, I'm not familiar with this. Uh, this wreck. So is it kind of intact or not really, it's, or what's left it's of it? A paddle wheeler yeah. an old paddle wheeler and you see the bottom ribs almost all okay. of it above the water line and what happened at the end of the war the confederates did not want the them the yankees to get the boat so mm -hmm. they uh they sunk it scuttled it right and then burned it so it burned down to the water line and it became a little bit of a hazard so over the years boats have kept bumping into it yada 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 now mm -hmm. Now you can see the timbers on the bottom, okay. and you can see the old nails. Of course, you can't take anything. It's a state park. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, you're not allowed to do anything but, you know, take pictures and leave bubbles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
but it's a cool little but, attraction there for Troy it, Strand. It, it really is. Yeah. It re- when you consider how old it is. Yeah. Of course. That's just amazing that you get the you get to experience a little bit of our Confederate history in Florida. I like it. And Madison, you know, it's the it's the Confederate ship Madison. Madison, Florida is not too far away. All those things are all connected uh, mm-hmm. with the Madison family. Okay, but why is Troy Springs your uh, favorite spring in Florida? I, I, well. It's my favorite springs in Swanee. I think if I were to choose my favorite spring in Florida, I'd get closer to you to, to Alexander Springs. Okay. Uh, and Alexander why, Springs. What is, what is it about those particular springs that you uh, are attracted beauty. to? Just the beauty Sheer of them. Sheer beauty. I the mean, gin clear you, water and just the ease of uh, exploring yeah. those particular sites? Yeah. I mean, how many places can you get? Uh, free dive and freshwater down to 80 feet. Mm, this true. is a site where a lot of free divers there. There's big logs on the bottom. They tie into the logs and they use it for their practice. It's kind of cool to see these people hold their breaths for looks like 45 minutes. I'm sure it's only a few, um, but it's just amazing to watch that go on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spring water. So it's 70 degrees year round. Is it freezing outside? The water 70. Is it 98 degrees outside? The water 70. So mm-hmm. it's just, consistent one of the few consistent things in our life i would imagine well there you and, go uh, and i will say so, alexander springs I, I haven't been there in years but that was uh one of the places i did uh some continuing education i don't remember which uh, course it was maybe rescue or something they do a lot of that stuff still there don't they? i taught rescue in there well there you go there. pete from scuba boards even taught there that means something all right put it on your list we got more with pete next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving i hear you just got back from mexico is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExplorerVentures.com. That's ExplorerVentures.com. 
Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, and audible.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Excuse me. I need to rent six tanks, 80 cubic feet each, uh, four regulators. Sure thing. You going lake diving? No. Really? Is it a cavern? Because we just got these great new dive lights. They are pretty... tanks. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We got uh, Pete from Scuba Board on with us uh, right now. I haven't spoken with him for a while. Matter of fact, last time I heard you were in Mexico. Uh, it's been a while, but that it's been a long time since you've been on the show. But is that right or what? No, no, that that was true. We were, yeah. uh, man, that goes back to June. Wow. Greg. Too long, um, my friend. Yeah. Well, you know, life kind of gets in the way. Personal family problems. I got to yeah. deal with them. I want to deal with them. They're my family. Uh, well, but yeah, no, Mexico was off the hook. Yeah. It was great. So we, where? Cozumel? We got where? There. Cozumel, man. Yeah. Okay. And so it you was, guys did a big. We, we went through paradise divers All right. and hotel Cozumel. So, you know, the thing about them is that they're so big that no matter what problem may come up or start to come up, they just kind of roll right over it. They take care of it. It's, yeah. it's not a problem. I mean, we brought a hundred and four divers. Wow. I don't know how many people total, but 104 divers. Yeah. Um, there, and we, ne- we never had crowded boats. Of course, that's how we do the things. When we go in, we buy the whole boat, and we don't overfill it. We don't mm-hmm. try and, you know, fill yeah. every seat. We want to have elbow room, so to speak. So, um, But it was great. The food was great. The island was perfect weather. I've got some wonderful topside pictures. My camera's underwater didn't work very well this year. Um, Why is that? What happened? Problem. You had a flood? And, flooding you know, event? I, I went with the GoPro. Yeah. And the newest GoPro at the time, now they've come up with another one. And yeah. I just didn't set it up right. It didn't have the filters for it. Didn't really like the pictures. And I've got plenty of pictures of Cozumel. I mean, Cozumel. I, I don't know how many times I've been there. Half a dozen, eight times. Right. Um, so I've got plenty of pictures from Cozumel. I, I, it was like, okay. You didn't have an incident. You just had a, a problem yeah, with the no. filters and getting the colors yeah. right. I just didn't, I just wasn't prepared. And, you know, that's an important thing to think about mm-hmm. when you're traveling so far. 
uh, go take your camera in a pool. Go take your camera in a spring, a lake, or whatever, and test that puppy out. I didn't do that. I made that mistake. I was like, oh, I've done this all my life, you know? Right. And so I assumed that I was ready, and, uh, you know, I kind of got caught with my pants down. Okay. But it was just a matter of uh, having the right filter. You didn't have the filter, so all your shots yeah. were, like, blued out or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked, looked really, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Dark. The colors yeah. weren't there. Didn't pop. Colorless. Yeah, it was very colorless. Look very amateurish. Mm, right. You yeah, know? that's what happens um, if you don't have a, a red filter to compensate yeah. at about thirty feet. You, you know, you, you're really asking for trouble. You can fix it somewhat in post, like in a Final Cut Pro or some, you know, uh, app or whatever. Even the GoPro sounds, app will give you some. Sounds flexibility. like work, Greg. Yeah, exactly. But uh, <laughs> but you're adding back uh, reds that uh and sometimes it'll it'll work and sometimes it won't so it's better to have them on a filter i mean i i've learned that over the years too that and a lot of light if you have some big lights with you uh lights are good but they pick up particulates so true, sometimes true. that works against you yeah uh the the one thing that was notable about this trip was that they had just dropped the testing requirement to get out of yeah okay yeah the the covid testing so that was kind of cool we didn't have to worry about people getting stranded in cozumel and that's happening more and more and more travel is opening more and more Mm -hmm. Uh, the dollar i don't know if you realize this the dollar is at its strongest point it has been like in forever right yeah yeah you can get a lot of bang for your buck yeah for sure yeah this is time for you know us americanos to go and travel Mm -hmm. go see the world because uh we can go a little bit further uh with the way the dollar is you know true we we saw that in uh home we well we like they got over there right we saw that in uh fiji a, a few weeks ago yeah i mean the dollar was pretty strong and we were able to get like you know two brain forks when normally we could just afford one so there you go. <laughs> so down there in uh, Mexico, you you probably got what three tacos for the price of what you typically paid for one, maybe or something you know, or what? Um, the food was so good at Hotel Cosmo. We had an all inclusive, all you can eat, all right. you can drink package. So I, didn't, I didn't feel a need to leave the property. I pretty much stayed there. Um, wonderful, wonderful host uh, at Hotel Cosmo. Wonderful dive shop with dive paradise right a wonderful gr- group of people with the scuba boarders you know they, they sure. really got safety on their mind yeah uh, nice trim and and good buoyancy control um it's it's it was a joy okay you be careful how you say that when you said nice trim i wouldn't i was like where's he going <laughs> gee whiz yeah. okay divers know yes exactly divers know right and, and as uh, far as the dive sites there in cozumel did you notice anything different being that you know things well, uh, let me back up. I guess in Mexico, they were like the first country to open up after COVID. But, you know, I've been getting reports, you know, anecdotal type reports that, you know, a lot of the islands and places that have been shut down because of COVID for a couple of years, the reefs are very, very vibrant yeah, and colorful. Yeah, I think that was a general consensus that there was more stuff to see and photograph, yeah. especially if you hadn't been there before, um, you were you were accosted. By the beauty yeah i guess is the way of, of saying it. you know it's not like i'm jaded well maybe a little jaded mm. um but uh, uh it was a good it was just a nice it, it was it, it was a good return you know i went to some place i knew uh 
I'm comfortable at. I know the people. I speak a little Spanish, so that's good. Sí. Um, Cos you Cosmel, you, you know where I was born, don't you, Greg? Uh, on the Earth. Barranquilla, Colombia, man. Oh, really? You're Colombian. <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah, no. so I have dual citizenship. Okay. And my Spanish isn't perfect by any means. It's, right. It is a little bit on the conversational side, but mm -hmm. uh, I know enough to get around. Okay. But your you Colombian know? is awesome, I guess, right? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Oh, I've, I actually uh, visited Cuba on a Colombian passport many, many years ago. I've drank uh, Colombian coffee before, but that's about as oh, close uh, as <laughs> I've got. No, no, you haven't. Yeah. No. Okay. Maybe I haven't. No. Until you until you have something in Colombia, you have one of their their uh, black coffees. I, I can't remember what it's called. Huh? Uh, black uh, coffee? No, no, no. This is uh, like coffee negro. Cafe negro. Right. Yeah, there you go. I think that's right. Um, See, it's, it's, I failed uh, Spanish in college, so I don't know for sure, but I think that's right. <laughs> it's it's Cubans have something close to it, but it's not quite as. Um, oh, your eyes light up. Okay. Your, your eyes will light up. Really? Be, you, All right. Well, I'll put it on the a, list. You a diver propulsion vehicle after you have a oh, shot. Oh, it'll clean you out. Just like that uh, juice I <laughs> no, drank no, before my be colonoscopy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, look. Uh, good stuff, as always, from Pete from Scuba Board. Uh, check it out, scubaboard.com. And, Pete, thanks so much, buddy. Always a pleasure, my friend. See you, Dima. Absolutely. We got more See coming up. Stay close. Later. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit exploreventures.com. That's exploreventures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Oh, meet me in the Lulabon. Good night, Big John Day from Australia. Lose yourself in another hemisphere. Hi, I'm 
I'm Shara. And I'm Mike from the Scuba World Dive Shop in Moolabah, Australia. You are listening to Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Now here's my close personal friend, Greg the Dive Master. Back up, big boy. She's a mess. <laughs> are you guys uh, a couple? Yeah. You are a couple. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. I don't believe he meant to say his wife was a mess. But, you know, who knows what's going on uh, down under. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, Jeff Tarode from South Florida Diving Headquarters with me right now on the phone. Uh, Jeff uh, in Pompano Beach, how did you guys fare with Hurricane Ian? We got to get an update from you, my friend. We we had some feeder band wind and, you know, just the normal tree limbs and stuff. I think we lost the top to one of our dock boxes, but that's about the extent of it. Nothing even to talk about compared to our poor neighbors over in poor uh, Myers in the west in that area in the west coast yeah I, I talked to a couple of dive shops that we uh that come over and dive with us all the time and they 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 did pretty good to be honest with you but they didn't have a ton of damage but they say their whole communities are wiped out so mm-hmm. the trickle down effect is gonna probably be the biggest problem of trying to get business back to going and you know I guess once all the insurance money and the fema money starts getting spent and people got wages again and it'll it'll pick back up right they're looking at a long road well i I will say you know the reports from people that i know they are saying that by the end of uh this next week uh they expect to have 95 percent of the people back up with power because a lot of them uh, are without power uh, right now Uh, still which is a pretty long haul in florida you yeah. know hopefully they all have generators and they're getting by as best they can but you know we did it we did uh you know three days without power and i'm telling you that's three days too many <laughs> even with a generator <laughs> you know but you know after yeah. day three it starts getting hot and muggy down here in florida and if it you don't does. have a generator that can power the ac and some fans oh boy you are gonna be miserable so uh, i remember uh hurricane well, I think it was Wilma that snuck up on us from behind, and none of us were prepared in South Florida. And uh, gas stations were all knocked out, so people right. couldn't get gas for their even generator. So mm-hmm. we were weeks and some people months without power. It was crazy, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be better for the folks out there on the uh, southwest yeah. coast. But on the east coast, everybody's good. Uh, you guys yeah. didn't have uh, have much. The sea conditions are awesome right now. It's been flat. Uh, Obviously, and then, uh, you know, there's some reports of uh, lobster movement. So, yes, you, uh, you heard Chiefy, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we kind of. He's predicting we, a walk. What do you think? Is it going to happen? <laughs> or will it be a, more of a conga, like a lobster conga? What do you think? Well, if Chiefy says it, then if it's on the Internet, it's got to be true, right? Right, of course. He's pretty, he's the guy, you know, he's my lobster guru. If he says so, I mean, he's already cleaning up. He said he just has to go out for one dive and they limit out, uh, right now. So, you know, they've, they're starting to congregate, but you know, they haven't started walking per se, but they, you know, he he definitely said they're, they've stirred up the Florida lobster, uh, down there. So who knows? You got to remember too, that we, you know, things were a little slow prior to even this and there weren't as many people out diving because kids went back to school and we had all that, you know, and then mm-hmm. this comes along and nobody's diving for a while. So is, is it 
that they're stirred up or is it they're just more lobster because less people less pressure well <laughs> that may be but i'll tell you his uh theory i thought was pretty interesting he he said that you know because of the hurricane uh it hit the keys pretty good and might have wiped out a lot of the commercial lobster traps and if that's the that's, case that might be good for the recreational divers up the coast sure. uh, because you know those lobsters won't be snagged and um yeah they got to go someplace. Might as well walk up the coast and into our catch bag, right, Jeff? Well, exactly. Again, it goes back to the same thing: less pressure. Yeah, you know, true. Less pressure. You have more lobsters. Uh, uh, like it. We'll, we'll uh, see. Like it. But uh, you know, there's old Big Bang theories always been around. When there's a hurricane, the lobsters walk. So we'll true. see. True. And, yeah, and it's interesting, you know, in between storms, I mean, obviously during Hurricane Ian, the weather was terrible for everybody in Florida. Uh, as far as getting out on a boat or anything and, like that, and the diving. Bahamas and the Did Bahamas, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they got the and weather too. To Neil Junior over there, at Bimini, and uh, two of his boats broke loose during one of the feeder bands. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, it was a massive was a monster. storm. But but monster. once it passed, oh my gosh, the weather is spectacular. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. fantastic now. Yeah, but. Uh, now, how long do you figure it takes about what three days or so after a storm like that for the visibility to come back and be pretty good or longer it, it just depends on whether it was a direct hit or if it you know it's just going by in which direction the wind was in but yeah. we had about two or three days of muddy water and then it cleared up okay pretty quick all right so, and, and yeah. so you guys are fully operational running all the boats and Yes, and uh, it's just a matter really of getting all the customers down there. And, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people you know, cancel trips. Say, oh, gosh, can't come to Florida. You know, yeah, that may be the case for the west coast of Florida, but the east coast of Florida is wide open, ready to go. You can dive to your heart's content. And, and like I said, the the diving right now, the seas are flat. The visibility is back. You might as well go ahead and take advantage of it if you can, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. The Florida Keys too. I mean, they're. I think. Uh, I don't know how bad they were hit down there, but I haven't heard a lot of horror, horror stories anyway. Right. So, yeah. Same. All over on the East Coast, you should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I hate to tout that against our poor neighbors on the West Coast, but most of their diving was thirty miles out anyway, and it was uh, hardcore diving. That a lot of those folks came over here to dive. Right. Well, as they should. I mean, you know, uh, the more you can pump into the Florida economy right now, it's going to help everybody in the long run. So you might yeah. as well still take advantage of it, but just don't think that the entire state's closed down and, uh, you know, not open for business because that just isn't the case at all. Yeah, and, I mean, and another thing I encourage everybody to find a way to donate something to, if it's food, if it's water, or if it's cash or whatever you can donate to those people over there right because it's, it was no different than when dorian hit the bahamas you know they needed our help and so do uh our our neighbors on the west coast yeah well we got a lot of rain up here in orlando uh and we had yeah. a lot of crazy flooding oh, mickey's got plenty of money he don't need our well money. <laughs> he didn't but uh you know 15 uh, minutes away from scuba radio headquarters I mean, we had cars <laughs> underwater, and I mean, I you know, oh, there was wow. no way you could plan for this kind of stuff. I mean, it was just like, you know, we were pretty prepared here, and like I said, it ended up not being a big deal for us other than we lost power, and that was, you know, uh, uh, pretty, you know, it, it's an inconvenience at best. But, man, 15 yeah. minutes away, we, we had apartment complexes underwater uh, and, uh, you know, cars totally submerged. I mean, I've never Jeez. seen nothing like it uh, here in Orlando. 
and uh, we, yeah. you know, it wasn't a wind. There was the it was not the, a wind incident here at all. We didn't have much trees down and things like that. But the water got like eighteen inches of, of rain yeah. in twenty four yeah. hours, and and the tributaries, rivers, and you know, r- reservoirs and all that. Those things just overflowed and backed up, and it was it was bad for some neighborhoods here. We just happened to be among the lucky ones. Uh, just lost yeah. power you for a few days. Yeah, you hear the story of all those people that have uh, electric cars over on the West Coast. Uh, they couldn't leave because they had no way to power the cars. Yes, once the storm was gone. Well, generator as a generator, <laughs> got to go back to one. gas somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah you got gas for the generator, right? <laughs> it's so been a rough a, one, no doubt. But uh, we will, re- you know, Florida is going to rebound, even in the worst hit areas. So uh, we'll yeah. make the best of it. But all right, South Florida Diving Headquarters open. Check them out, Pompano Beach, SouthFloridaDiving.com. Uh, go say hi to Captain Cocktail. Uh, it didn't affect them at all. Maybe it just didn't, you know, increase their hurricane party festivities uh, last week. Much. Yeah, that's what I guessed. All right, there you go. All right, Jeff, thanks for the update, all my right. friend. Take care, guys. Stay safe, everyone. We got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. It's a secret storehouse of scuba tanks. Yeah, and all ready to use. Things are beginning to add up. is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Next week, you're going to hear a lot of those friends uh, as we're going to be broadcasting from the Virgin Voyage cruise ship with the dive god Neil Watson. We got Stuart Cove, Willie Klein. I mean, uh, they're coming out of the woodwork for this one, with the exception of Jerry Beatty. He's been traveling to other parts of the world, and he isn't going to be with us next week. So I figured this would be a good time to catch up with him on Scuba Radio. Jerry, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, my friend. Doing good. Getting over a little bit of jet lag, and that's kind of normal. That's right. We were in Fiji. He was in Indonesia. So uh, I got to get the full report. First off, was it awesome or what? It it was beyond awesome. Uh, I had no idea how just expansive this country is. It's a a country that's made up of 17,000 islands. Nice. I thought the Bahamas was big with 700 and then right. I meet these guys and go whoa so yeah that's was, another uh, level yeah for sure so you visited what about a thousand of them while you were oh, no how many visited, did you get to with the time I spent I visited more than I should have I should have doubled the time because yeah. it was so much to see and do uh flew into Jakarta with 
the new airport, it's a piece of cake. You might hear some bad things from the old days about Jakarta, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a piece of cake. Uh, get in and out easily. And then we went to Monado from there and uh, we stayed at the Murex Resort and it was, I mean, spot on, just yeah. gorgeous. So what yeah, kind of diving are we talking about uh, there at that particular uh, area? You know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things about Indonesia is it's got somewhere for everything, but you really got to know and be able to tell somebody what you're expecting out of a dive trip because, you know, you may go to a place that's only got one thing and that's not your thing. But yeah. we were doing predominantly muck diving. Okay. Now we started out in Monado. It was about 50-50, reefs, 50% muck. And then we went from there to Banca. And Banca's a hoot. It's an island out in the middle of nowhere, very small. Uh, didn't have electricity during the day, only at night, so you could run your AC. It was, seriously, Greg, it was glamping. Yeah. You know? it okay. Was, so it was like was what crazy. I was doing after Hurricane Ian, uh, <laughs> not, by, not by choice. Well, I'll tell you what, well, you were in, in my thoughts and my prayers. Well, we while you we, were going through that. We got through it easy. It wasn't a piece of cake for us. But uh but you were glamping in Indonesia. And yep. uh, so the second resort uh we, we did it have the muck diving too or or it, what? It did. It once again was kind of balanced, more muck than uh than reefs. And I guess we should back up and just explain, you know, if you're not familiar with muck diving, <laughs> it's usually like a gray volcanic sandy kind of bottom, not much. Uh it's like the surface of the moon. Uh, when you look at the videos, but there's these little tiny critters that look like aliens. <laughs> you know, they, they really have some really bizarre critters uh, that you got to really search out. They a lot of times they're very small and uh, can be a, a challenge to find. But when you find them, it's like finding a piece of gold, isn't it? Especially for an underwater photographer. You think? It's, it's funny when you say kind of small. I mean, most of the stuff you're looking for is about the size of your thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> Right. There are small, and for photography, who I was traveling with a, a lady who's a professional photographer, yeah. so uh, uh, she was all over it. She had about $15,000 worth of camera equipment we drug around, yeah. and she was coming back and going, did you see this? And I would look at it and go, oh, no, I didn't see that. And then she'd show me another one, uh, no, I didn't see that. So right. I saw about, about half of what she was seeing. Uh, well, you saw it. You just didn't know it at the time <laughs> well, you got the pictures back i, I could tell it wasn't muck because it, it was moving <laughs> okay there you go you saw but that you much yeah. excellent excellent explanation of what muck diving is well, it is okay. gray yeah. like being on the moon and you're looking for this little tiny stuff and uh you know if you got a camera you're going to be in hog head right as long as you back row yeah and they're and they're freaky animals i mean they, you don't see uh, uh, these things out on a typical reef uh, either maybe they're there, but they're covered up and harder to find. But in the muck, man, they uh, when you find them, they they look literally like aliens from another planet. I mean, it's crazy the stuff they find. Uh, it is, and and they're finding new stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing around muck divers is finding that next new thing to go into. You know, the next book, right? Uh, exactly. You know. But so the second resort had the muck, and then what reefs again, or was there some bigger animal type encounters you you had, or what? No, no big animal encounters. There yeah. were reefs there. Unfortunately, where the reefs are is very susceptible to tides and to current. 
and it, it just was not conditions for us to get to the good stuff. But it was great. We, yeah. had a, we had a wonderful time. I met up with a gentleman from Denver that had a group of 18, and they were all wonderful people. Made I a bet. bunch yeah. of new friends. That was great. Food was wonderful. Uh, and you, you were know, there for like, what, a month almost or even more? A little, little over five weeks. Wow. So you just bounced around, you know, week to week, different areas of Indonesia. So, I mean, I don't know. You've been around the world. How would you rate Indonesia in the big scheme of things dive-wise? Well, you you can't with one visit. Now, you you and me both have been pretty much around the world. We've been We've had our trips, for sure. We've had together and otherwise, too. But uh, 17,000 islands, you know, trying to – they cover everything. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of knowing what you want. And finding somebody who knows Indonesia well enough to go, okay, well, you go to Raja, you go here, you go there. Right. Uh, so it, it was it was fascinating. But when we moved from there, we went up to the Limbe Straits. Yeah. And North Sulawesi. And that is 100% muck diving. Hmm. But it has more creatures than, I mean, you talk about critters. They're everywhere. You don't have to look that hard. Yeah. And, and the resort was fabulous. The people, you know, Greg, I used to think the Filipinos were the greatest in hospitality on the planet Earth. Right. I think Indonesians may have them beat. Really? Oh, man. I don't know. So the great. Fijian folks were pretty amazing when I was yeah. there. They are. They really are. I love yeah. Fiji. Yeah. Uh, so we spent some time in Limbay. We spent about a week there. The resort, like I said, is just uh, unbelievable. Then the group. Went away. I guess they went back to Colorado, and me and my friend went on to Bali. Oh, okay. And, you know, has, everybody's heard of Bali, right? Yeah, right. Has anybody not heard of it? It's not what you think it's going to be. If you haven't read up on it, which I didn't. Yeah. And I just am going to this fictional place that I probably saw in a movie somewhere around Mutiny on the Bounty or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's not like that at all. It's huge. It would take you three, four days in the car to drive around the island. Mm. Okay. Uh, so that was the. Totally so you, you like that aspect of it, or it was a little intimidating? I, what are you saying? It, it was sort of both. I hadn't prepared myself for it. Yeah. And uh, since I had guides going with me, I kind of just for the first time. Usually, you know, I'm all over planning a trip and learning about where I'm going. And this time, I didn't do that. I had one friend. I said, "Buy the air tickets." I had another friend said, "Well, I know the area," and I just let it like that. And I should have prepared myself a little bit because yeah. there's more to do than you could possibly do. So I should have had a list of priorities of what was more important to me. Mm-hmm. You should have created uh, a plan. You just went with the flow and you didn't, I did. uh, wasn't as efficient as you would have liked. Well, so, you, I, Which means you got to go again, I guess. I'll go with again. you next time. How about that? Yeah, you should go. Oh. It's, it's very economical too in that part of the world, isn't it? Not bad at all. Okay. Very, all right. Well, it's on the list. I'll all take right. you to the monkey road. Monkey Road. Yeah, they've got this park in Ubud, and it's full of monkeys. I okay, mean, well, I have a monkey heart, monkeys. so maybe we'll have something in common when we go oh, there. That's right, you do have a monkey heart. <laughs> I had totally forgot about that. Well, there you go. And, and, well, and on that disturbing note, we're going to move on. I remember next week, uh, live from the Virgin Voyage, Scarlet Lady with the Dive God and Friends. Make sure you join us till then. Remember, it's always better where, Jerry? That where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Let's go! Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio.
Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.